0: Welcome to Outside the Glass. I'm your host today, James Zug. Recently, I had the pleasure of going to Israel and spending some time with the leaders of Squash Bond, which is an urban squash program, after-school enrichment program, outside of Tel Aviv. We uh, had a wonderful conversation uh, outside with uh, Hillel Bloomberg, who is uh, one of the famous South African squash players uh in in israel one of the leaders there for the last 40 years and with Nitzan moray who is um the executive director of squash bond uh who grew up in israel and um, has been a, a player and a pro for many years and we also had uh, a a whole large group of uh members of the board and so you'll hear some of their voices too it was mostly uh hillel and Nitzan who who were speaking um, and, and talking about their um, their experiences leading leading this exciting program. It was also uh, Sukkot, which is a, a national holiday in Israel, and so we were sitting outside uh, under a traditional um, shelter, and right next to us were a large group of uh, people playing uh, bowls, um, and so uh, in the background you'll hear the. The clink of the ball uh, and um, people quietly talking. big problem
1: with kids, with, with the big problem in Israel, is between the Arab kids and the Jewish kids. And the idea was that if we could get them to come together in some way through sports and teach them other things, they would help to promote coexistence basically. And um, we started a program with the Arab village just near here and we brought uh, kids from there, we bust them in twice a week. Originally we started once a week and then we got uh, slowly built up our Jewish kids from Renan itself where the squash centre is and um, took a year once a week they came, they met, they played, spoke a bit of English together and it developed from there. The second year was very much better, everybody was sort of knew each other, they in fact waited for each other, they waited for the for the, for the the day that they were coming. <coughs> we extended it to two days a week and we doubled the time from an hour to two hours uh, a week, uh, uh, a session. Mm. The guy sitting around the table and a couple of others who are not here um, helped us to form a non-profit organization to run the program and uh, we're now going mm. into our third year where we're expanding again with more kids. In other words the idea is to bring in as many kids as we can. Once the program is going is going well in Israel, in, in Renana, because we have the facility of the school center, the idea is then to go further afield, into Haifa, into Jerusalem, into Tel Aviv, Jaffa, down south, and slowly, slowly build up this idea of sports, youth, uh, integration amongst the kids. Mm. We had fantastic results from the two years we've been running, the kids themselves, I and mean, then we have a small brochure which we printed which uh, one of the girls at the Arab school wrote a letter to us, amazing so, so that was the whole idea, that's, and these are the guys who work together with us and help us It's run uh,
0: boy, boys and girls? Boys and girls, boys and girls. Yeah. Is there a col- cultural thing about the girls coming or, or no. is, it, is Family, totally families no are excited about it?
2: No they're very relaxed and they're not uh,
3: super religious that they have to keep them separate. Or yeah, or exactly. Yeah. No. very no. relaxed. And what's um, funny, if you can say, is that, I mean, the situation between Jewish and Arab are on a daily basis. I mean, the village we are working with about, what? 10 kilometers. Ten kilometers from here? Yeah. And we meet every day in the street <laughs> or in the mall or wherever, but still, the education is in separate you know, separate schools, schools
0: they live everything. separately
3: Yeah, and everything is separated yeah, right but we live really close one to another so this as Hillel said this was the idea to just let them meet each other yeah I mean for them it was like the the boy or the girl from the other side of the, yeah. of the ocean R- right and now they're playing together and it's really great to see them you know work together and then friendship become more close and yeah
0: and how, the practices are, are for two hours, is it all squash or is there anything?
1: No, there's squash and is we had this year Monty was in charge of that side of it. Monty uh, comes from the educational side. Monty,
4: you can tell your... Well, what we did this year, we did a combination of things. We worked on uh, English lessons. Uh, actually, interestingly enough, it was the request of the headmistress of the Arab school. Mm she wanted us uh, to work uh, together and it it was very interesting transpired that uh, particularly the girls uh, the Arab girls spoke very good English very good command of English but it it worked in a number of ways because uh, although I tried to convince Nitsan and uh, Hillel son who were the sports coaches to speak English to the kids while they were coaching them they couldn't and they spoke Hebrew (laughs) and Quite a number of the Arab kids didn't speak good Hebrew, right. so there was. They were learning. Unfortunately, the, the Jewish kids didn't learn any Arabic, mm. which is a bit of a problem. Uh-huh. And we also had we had two tr- two tremendous women, who uh, basically um, were experts at uh, intergroup work, mm-hmm. <coughs> um, and physically and also uh, verbally. Verbally was a problem but they did tremendous work in uh, the whole business. Of, and there was a tremendous amount of uh, integration mm. between the groups. Uh, the English was difficult because uh, we tried to teach English. And you can't mm. teach conversational English.
0: Right, right.
4: And some kids at <laughs> tremendous different levels. You know, when kids come to three o'clock in the afternoon after a day's day. study, They're tired. and then an hour yeah. squash, particularly the boys, interesting enough, the boys, they 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 don't want to know. Yeah. They'll they'll do fine in the group work, but studying they won't. Do.
0: Right. They'd rather play squash. Uh, yeah. So. Uh,
4: but uh, I'll tell you one of the very interesting things. on um, time when we had a party, uh, not a party, a meeting, to hand out certificates and so on at the end of the year, uh, mm. the mothers and the fathers came, and. That was that was very special because you saw you saw the religious mothers dressed completely. You saw it, people in there you were know, the mothers in jeans. Hmm. Tremendous mixture. And you saw the right, Jewish yeah. mothers
0: and the right. So,
4: in, in that sense, it was very, very successful.
0: Are the kids studying English at both those the Jewish yeah, and yeah. the Arab, they, yeah, yeah. they English is a course they, they it's, take. It's a compulsory course. Compulsory. compulsory yeah. And that would be the lingua franca for this kind of program where yeah, they yeah. both... is the they don't that really speak Hebrew, Hebrew or, or, or Arabic. Or, or it's more yeah, speaking There's
3: also something in the philosophy of shared life, um, experiences or programs, is where you try to create like a middle kind of... Workshop right. or whatever. So Neutral, yeah. Neutral. Neutral, example. right. It, yeah. So the idea of using English was also very successful, as Monty said, because we could hear the kids speak between themselves. I right. mean, Arab kids, they don't speak good Hebrew until they're about 11. Mm. The Jewish kids, they don't know Arabic. They all, almost nothing. Which uh, is Yeah. So Big mistake. you could hear Right. Yeah. So you could hear the children, you know, speak. A little bit Hebrew between themselves and then turn into English and yeah. then it was a nice mixture yeah I you know,
0: think how old are the children that they're coming here are they 11 12 11, or 12, 13 13 yeah. and the, is the idea to keep them and go to 14 and 15 then, well, and, and, add
2: add and add more kids and from add more the lower kids and we're going try and keep this 11 12
0: Keep them together.
2: continuing and then start a
0: new, a new younger one. Age group. Is there court time? Are you? you, We've you got can arrange thing. You
2: know, It's money, basically, <laughs> but you can you can arrange courts. You yeah. know, we try everywhere to try and save where we can. Hmm. We the first program is started here. Right. Okay. The idea in the future is to try and develop it in other
0: areas. Yep. The big sports are football, basketball... That's too,
2: yeah. That's 90%. <laughs> <laughs> no,
0: that, I, that's <laughs> it.
5: It's not a very, not a very sporting...
2: Country.
0: Well, I, I, asked, I asked the taxi driver on the way over here, you know, and, and, and the typical conversation around the world with a taxi driver is always, you know, what are, what are the sports, what do you follow, what do you... you know, and then you talk about that for hours, right? And he said he doesn't really follow sports. <laughs> a lot of people
5: don't follow sports. The sports at the school is... Very badly organised. Yeah. yeah. So it's all organised afterwards. It's mm. all mm. all uh, recreations which the parents pay for. Mm-hmm. So you, squash
0: is very so expensive sport. Yeah. <coughs> right. So those,
5: it's
2: squash leagues between schools here, like you have in the states. Yes. Or in Europe. There's no
0: yeah. clubs. No, no leagues.
2: Very Nothing yeah. yet. There used to be sort of an intimate... There used lab, to be, but it's not, but
1: it's uh, hopefully it's going to come back again, but it's not, uh, it's not strong, let's put that way.
4: Mm.
1: You were at a school in South Africa. I'm sorry, I'll say it as a question. You were at a school. Yes, yeah. So, so you, you, there they had the system, like in England, where you had the houses. The first all, you represent your house. Right, exactly. Re-
0: re- the, the school. school.
3: Somebody came here and tried it, and they laughed at me. <laughs> you know, who cares, you know? <laughs> the school yes and nothing
0: else right you know what, I mean? what was their resistance to each other like what did the Arab kids feel about the Jewish kids before they you know how did how did they it break didn't down really, uh, they didn't really know each other
1: no they didn't know each other they didn't make any remarks but they kept in their
4: own groups yeah
1: had the Arab kids sitting here we like it between uh, for two hours uh, at the end of the first hour we give them sandwiches and fruit so the Arab kids would sit there the Jewish kids would sit there and they kind of like after the first year they were all
0: just Sitting together.
5: Mixing and sing together. No, no an with these programs. It's an apolitical thing correct, correct. that you're going to ask them what their
0: politics are, are or their parents' attitudes. Yes, yes. Yeah,
3: it's win-win. And kids are colorblind, colorblind as well.
2: You know,
0: they are.
3: So th- th- this is not color, but kids are colorblind, which is beautiful. Right. Mm-hmm. One lesson: they just sat around the table. Each kid got a paper and colors, uh, colors and started drawing. a uh, something. Mm. They they moved it around after a minute and all of them created like different kind of mixture of everyone. And then they had like a group um, exercise, Uh, they had two groups working on the court with a kind of, um, how do you call this, a TV show? Um, They had ropes, they had balls,
1: they had all kinds of things where they had to interact with each other.
0: Yeah, we do she that. Happens. We do that as She's like a team a training. Ball. Where yeah, yeah, we kind of. we did that with U.S. squash. We had twenty-five of us, and we were all in a room, and we had to do different things and talk to different people and pretend we were yeah, an animal. Yeah, really and a, you know, all this kind of stuff, yeah. everybody. You know, you have ten people. You got to get that ball, but you're, yeah. you can't exactly, move
4: and work together. Bonding, yes, some but not competitive, but basically taking into account of the other, yeah the other person, and. Uh, you you saw it working, mm. but uh, it's it's a beginning. You know we've got we've got somewhere to, to go. It's yeah. not like uh, seeds for peace, which is they they meet each other for two or three but weeks. They're
0: overseas, so it's a lot easier yeah. in a way, right? Where you're yeah. separated from your family. I mean, these kids are going home every night and no, saying, yeah, no. "I hung out with an Arab kid," and their parents are probably saying, "Well, you know, how, you know, what's the that about?"
3: Right? Here, which is our advantage, mm. is that they go back home and tell their friends about the program. Right. And we have a list of about, I don't know, 100 kids waiting in tira Oh, is that right? Yeah. A program. waiting list. Yeah.
2: 100. Yeah. Jimena, I'd started. like to add something mm. to cream it all up a little bit. The project is amazing. It's win-win for everyone, okay? How do you organize to get people to donate money? For example, you said you. Could collected money for Colombia or whatever yeah, yeah, yeah. how did you get people
0: well I, I think there's so much interest in Israel in America I mean as you know historically and I think the um, the way these programs are always set up in the states is going after the economic issue it's not a racial issue or a, a, as you might say here right it's it's it's, um, you know, Hispanic, African-American, Caribbean-American, you know, all over the world. These <coughs> kids are living in these in these cities. And just like you say, there are no squash courts. There, they none of them have, uh, you know, uh, help after school for sports. And so we go in and try to, you know, help them. So I think the perception, I think, in the States, if anybody knows anything about squash bond, is that they worry you're helping the wrong kid in their perception, right? Like, you're helping middle-class kids who already have enough, right? And so they would say, I think, they would say, well, you, you need, you know, the poorest kids. Um, so one of the standards that we have in the States is how uh, the schools that we work with, the kids um, are so poor that they get free lunch, that the government pays for their lunch. And so there's a sort of a standard of how many, you know, what the percentages of free lunch kids in the school that you're working with. So you don't work with, uh, you know, Deerfield Academy or I don't know what, you know, famous prep school, right? You work with kids who are really struggling, who's who, you know, come from broken homes, who don't have a father at home, etc. And all these overseas programs are different, right? They're all, you know. You, you do in Israel the way you need to run your program. You can't have us saying, you know, this is how you have to do it. But I think that is the, the stumbling block for some people. Part not understanding, case. not understanding what I'm hearing tonight, right. that this is like, I mean, I'm sure this is unusual for Israeli culture, right? To have kids put together, right? This doesn't happen in soccer, football, or basketball, no, right? It does. They, they,
5: they,
1: they do, but they... Like you have the American school here. Right? Mm. It was a couple of months ago, and they had four schools from Nazareth, from Jerusalem, from Bethlehem, and the American school here. Mm-hmm. And they had a school day of mm. football, mm. but it's a once one day, a year. Yeah, one day. You understand? Once a year for not one day, and that's it. Every and, and, week, yeah, a couple it's times a week. Not a regular every week no. kind of a thing.
0: And I think sh- you know the the, the the as we know, the people to people, right? It's it's about meeting somebody else and understanding who they are and getting to know them and your, your parents, your grandparents have these attitudes towards people and then you say, you know, this is my friend and, and, and you have a common language. You know, it's not your home language, you're speaking English and you're trying to, so I think it's incredibly powerful. Um, I mean, this is an amazing story about bringing these, these kids together and using squash, I mean, who cares about squash, right? It's just like you're using squash as a way... It's, an instrument. it's an instrument to to, to yeah. enact change sure. on these societies, and then it spills out.
3: I'm throwing another idea on yeah. the table. One of our um, thoughts of making, and I try to approach the, the right people and not, not successful enough, is to have um, like a peace tournament, a big mm-hmm. tournament, uh, where we can bring uh, like the top Egyptian players yeah. and uh, playing with Jewish uh yes. uh, kids and, and Arab kids, kids yep. whatever. Many ideas how we can do it yep. but the idea is really to create uh, like a big buzz around yep. uh, the idea of Wait for, for after peace. the elections
2: That's the idea that you uh, In fact, I've, I've to still got the,
5: the shirt thing. from when we played when they made peace with Jordan and they brought the group and it was called the peace tournament mm-hmm.
0: So no, there was one. Yeah, no, there wasn't. Yeah, nice. the
5: peace tournament. But uh, I think that, that we can't go for the poor kids. Yeah, we. The whole program is based on sport bringing people together and coexistence. And this is there. there are many coexistent programs in Israel. Hmm. But this, as far as I can understand, is the only one that's totally sport. You've got Jewish kids and Arab kids playing soccer. Hmm. And, but you have to be a top star in order to get into a top team. Right. You, you have leagues where Jewish teams play Arab teams. Yeah. There's no, no discrimination from that point of view. If, uh, if an Arab team is good enough to play in the first league, and there are two of them. There's one from Saknin, and half the Saknin team is, is Jewish. In fact, their coach is Jewish. But uh, that, that you have to be right at the top level. We're going down right to the children level. Yeah. And and yeah, if you as you say, teaching them sport and and coexistence and English as a neutral binding point. Right. This is an advantage. And this is I think that we've got to go for. And uh, there are many groups as well that support the <coughs> trying to get Jews and Arabs together. Mm.
0: Tell me about these two girls you were you were you were, somebody mentioned
4: who were doing the
5: program.
0: Yeah.
4: Well, um, one was actually an, uh, an instructor in group dynamics, he was one of the, at the Wingate Institute for many years, a woman in the late 50s, uh, and uh, one of her pupils, uh, oh, no, she no youngsters, but they're, they're simply, their ability to engage with the kids mm. and to get the kids working together. Uh, but what they found, a lot of it was, uh, you know, working in the groups, the kind of exercise are talking about. Kids weren't, weren't verbal. Mm. They hadn't got over it. But you know, by, if they start getting the age of 14, 15, they get verbal. One of them is continuing with us. Uh, the other one thought that she was going to retire. And suddenly she's got offers of all kinds of jobs, <laughs> unfortunately. But we've, we've, we've got people who uh, will work, and, and with the English teachers, basically we had difficulty because in Israel, um, first of all, teachers aren't paid a great deal of money, and so all the teachers, virtually without um, uh, exception, after, after they finish their school hours, they give private lessons.
0: Really? Tutoring. They make a lot of money. And that's where they, they make, make the money. money. Yeah.
4: And you know, they, they can't afford to be volunteers. Right. it's all voluntary. Right. So we had difficulty there, but there's no doubt about it. If we find the right people to do the English, it, it's again, it's a fabulous instrument for this business of yeah. getting kids. We had one, we had one very bright uh, uh, girl, the brightest girl in, in the lot, uh, Arab girl, and she had a couple of uh, Israeli kids who had difficulty with English, and she was coaching them while <laughs> the, the teacher was That's going amazing. on. It was amazing just to see it. You know, that's the kind of thing that we're talking about.
0: Is there a uh, time during those two hours where they sit down with books and, and uh, you know, are trying to study or, or no, you know, what, be tutored? Yeah,
4: yeah. well, well it was not in books, but you, what, you, what we had was two groups. Mm. So one group does uh, squash on two goats with uh, Nitsan sometimes sometimes with Yair. And the, the other group, we had uh, uh, a session of English, and a group session. Mm. The session of English is every
0: every day. That's I yeah. mean every time they come. That's yeah. really great. Yeah, yeah,
4: every
0: time they came. Are the kids paying anything? Do they have to pay something? Yeah, they pay.
1: Uh, one of the things that we felt was very important that they, that nobody gets it for nothing. Yeah. But we levied a very low fee, which was like seventy-five shekels a month uh, for, for participation. And they had to pay the, the they paid hundred and fifty shekels as an entry fee. Mm-hmm. If the parent couldn't the parents couldn't afford it, they didn't pay it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. A couple of kids we knew
4: do on both sides. On both yeah, sides. Yeah. Oh yeah, there yeah, yeah. the one okay. Israeli kid.
1: The 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 Arab kids and the Israeli kids are not there's a lot of poverty in Israel, obviously. Right. From an educational point of view, you don't find what we heard of the Americans saying that the kids are supposed to be in school and they're sitting on the fence outside the school. We right. don't find that here. Whether it's amongst the Arab kids or the Jewish kids, they are all in Going. school. Yeah. So it's not as if... Uh, I mean, as you say, social workers, literally, there's lots of poverty, Yeah. but it's on both sides.
3: Yes, for now. But uh, I, I think, I think, uh, the next level, if uh, hopefully, we can do something with uh, Egypt. I think that will be amazing for the squash
0: bond, the whole squash band yeah. project. I think it's that'd be great. Just, down the just right here. It's
3: here,
1: One. we have a guy. In, in when son and I were overseas, we went to London. We met two guys um, who are part of a trust fund that was set up in the family, hmm. and they both play squash, fanatical, and they both uh, felt that. The one guy said to us, he said, guys, if you organize a squash tournament mm. in Jerusalem mm. between Arabs and Jews,
0: mm.
1: I'll finance it.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> and that was... Ex- That's what know? he wanted, yeah. So you're going to Ramallah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I went there about 10 years ago and we went to see the Minister of Sport and nothing came of it. Because yeah. the mayor of Ranana was very keen to... But uh, this guy said, I'll sponsor it. He said, you just tell me... Could that, you do, that, it,
0: do it here? Do it anyway. just you,
1: can just, you, you have to do it here because oh no! Just court. tell me when. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there are no courts in Jerusalem. There
1: are, no, in, no, there are courts in Jerusalem, but not like
0: this. Not big. Not yeah. big. Not like this. Yeah, I mean, you have a a big show court. Okay, and you can show court you there court fit there people in there.
1: Just now, the courts on that side, right. which are, but that was the whole. This guy said, "I'll I'll pay for it." Yeah.
0: Your well, family? I mean, people are you know the the Maccabeah Maccabi right. games. Okay. I mean, so many squash people. Love Israel or involved with Israel, and and uh, yeah, we know you
2: might find some Palestinian in America wants to set up something in yeah. some city.
1: Yeah,
0: some. right.
2: Seriously.
1: Yeah, no, that's right. You yeah, know, they just built a city called Ramabi. Ra- Ra- Ram- Ramawi. Oh, uh, it's just been uh, just opened. Is. No, what are you talking about? It's just right. open now. Oh, yeah. It's about ten kilometers from Ramallah, mm-hmm. going north. Totally new city from nothing. There was nothing. Just there. desert.
0: And mm-hmm. they were now it's, now it's the a rocks, city. Rocks,
1: mountains, hills. And it's a city that's built for the upper-class... It's not the upper the, the the better living stand. But they built the whole city from scratch. And it's just been opened now. Uh, a very, very wealthy um, Ramada bu- uh, builder, together with some sheikh or other in one of the Arab countries. And it's a totally brand-new city. <laughs> And the living standards there are, there was nothing in the paper. Amazing.
2: But the world doesn't know about it. The right. world doesn't know about it. They want to see politics. Yeah? No.
0: Well, that's right. <laughs> no.
2: It's not dirty enough. No. You know, one of the things that they wanted them to do homework for. That's
0: well, one thing that we find in, in America is that often the parents are a little resistant to the idea of the program. And they don't know what they're getting into. And they sort of... You know, they don't buy into it and say, oh my God, this is going to be transformative. Our children's lives are going to be changed. Did you, did you find that with your parents here that they're a little bit like, yeah, what are you trying to do? Very much so, very much, so.
3: yeah, much so. now so. that, that the kids got home
0: and them. Now, it's now it's different. But the, when you first set it up, what, what, what were the parents saying? Like, were they saying, well, you know, we don't want our kids to, to mix with other kids no,
1: that,
0: or? No. They wanted them to do that. It, it was, they were worried about their studies. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It was more that than anything I mean, sort of else. I'm very friendly with a guy through through work, basically, who does transport and uh, who lives in Tirana. I mean, he's got a daughter who's 19 now. She goes to Jordan to study medicine because she couldn't get in here. And they've got three, four kids in the family. And I know them. We know them well. And I know that when they come home
0: from school, until they finish their homework... They don't move. Nothing. They don't go ride their That's bike. Like, and no way. No watch one. TV
5: no yeah.
0: What's the uh, the annual budget right now? What, what, how much is this Bobby, all costing? You
1: know I do about that. We're talking about 250,000 shekels a year, roughly. No? That so Bobby?
0: that's like 50,000 dollars?
2: 60,000. 60,000.
1: 60, Bobby and Bobby are... Yeah. Yeah. It's baby.
0: tiny. Yeah. That's, that's small.
1: So
5: no, it's just no. <laughs> I mean, you're you're doing a lot. You're doing a lot with a tiny amount. <laughs> no,
2: yeah, uh, it's a lot of well, on a voluntary basis.
0: Right. Well,
4: because
2: now we got eleven months. We have got to finish. <laughs> right. But we it. We'd love to make it bigger because yeah. it's such a great potential.
0: That's a huge potential.
2: I mean, we'd love to do one in Jerusalem. Like right. We'd love to do one in Haifa, but we need other people
0: to But you own. need to find somebody there who can, can run it. organize. will organize. it, They'd love to do it. Do I say well, this has been, been really, be really, really in the uh, Philadelphia. Okay. Outside of Philadelphia. I have my card. card. Yeah. yeah. Um, let me... Uh. So we'd like to thank all the people that helped make this episode of Outside the Glass, the Squash podcast. In particular... We are very thankful for Grant Irving, who is a reverse that is ungettable.